We are on Ksubis Mem Amabez 40b3 in the Archgol Gemara. As we continue on with the third chapter and with this last uh, Mishnah of this page, says the Mishnah, as we're continuing to discuss these different cases of a knas, of a fine, and a situation of uh, a girl who is between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, and she is either raped or seduced, so there is a fine of 50 shekel. Uh, so uh, we return to a discussion that we've had earlier about, well, is it only between the girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, or does this also include a case where uh, she is a katana, she's a minor under the age of 12? That will be the discussion for uh, this Mishnah and for the Gemara. Says the Mishnah, We've had this Mishnah in the beginning of this chapter, way back in the beginning, uh, but essentially, if it's if she is of the age where she could be, the father has the right and the jurisdiction to sell her uh, as a slave. So then, which means until the age of twelve. Um, so then, there is no knas, there is no penalty uh, in that case. And if it's a, she's of the age where there is a penalty of fifty shekel, that means she's between the ages of twelve and twelve and a half. Then the father cannot sell her. The father can only sell her up to the age of 12. That's basically what it means. Until the age of 12, the father could sell her as a slave, not beyond 12. And between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, there is a penalty, um, but not younger than that. And the Mishnah explains, Ketana yishish lamecher, ve'en leknas, nari yishish leknas, ve'en lamecher. A ketana, a minor, up to the age of 12, um, it could be sold as a slave, but there is no penalty of 50 shekel in a case of a seduction or rape, if she is between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, so then uh, there is a knas, there's a fine, but there is no sale. Habogaris, once she's above the age of 12 and a half, so then she's completely under her own jurisdiction, and there's also no fine, and there is no, she, the father doesn't have the right to sell her, um, and uh, in a case of seduction or rape, so then there wouldn't be a fine, but there would just be the there would still be the humiliation and depreciation, and potentially the the payment for the tsar for the pain involved and for the doctor's fees uh, and the therapy. But it wouldn't be fifty shekel. It wouldn't be um, uh, the fine of fifty shekel. So this is all the position of Rav Meir, as the Gemara is about to explain. The Chachamim argue. There is a big discussion about who we should follow. Whether we should follow the Chachamim, the Chachamim are the opinions that of the opinion that it even applies to a minor. The fine would also apply to a minor. Um, there's a big discussion whether we follow the position of a mayor or whether we follow the position of the Chachamim, um, the majority. Uh, that's a discussion. There's also a discussion, a separate discussion of we're discussing here the fine of 50 shekel. Would the same argument also apply when it comes to there's another obligation to marry her. If she wants it, then they would have to marry her. Would that also apply to a minor, but let's first see that that, that is also a discussion. Not for now, but let's let's begin the Gemara. Om Ravi Rav. Rav says Zu This Mishnah is all Rav Meir. But the Chachamim, the majority of the opinion that as a minor she also is entitled, or her father is entitled to the fifty shekel for the knas, the fine when she is seduced to rape. The Tanya, as it's taught in a Brisa, Ketana mi basyom echad. This is all the position of Rav Meir, a katana, a minor, between one day old until she has 
two pubic hairs, which let's say is the age of 12, this is what we assume is the age of 12, she could be sold, but there is no fine. Between the, once she has two pubic hairs, let's say at the age of 12 until 12 and a half, so then, there is a fine, uh, but there, she cannot be sold. Her father cannot sell her. This is her position of mayor. How do we know this? Where does Rameir get this from? Higher Rameir, Omer. Rameir says, that they are two separate time periods, and until the age of 12, she can be sold. Between 12 and 12 and a half, she cannot be sold, but uh, there is this penalty. The Chachamim argue, the Chachamim there is a fine. It doesn't begin from one day old. It only begins from the age at which uh, uh, it has halachic significance with regards to sexual relations with her, which is the age of three. So from three until she's 12 and a half, so then, according to the Chachamim, she does, in fact, receive a fine, and she also can be sold. That is the position of the Chachamim. The Gemara will explain where are they coming from. How do we get this? So the Gemara says, Kenas in Mechar Lo, according to the Chachamim, there's a Kenas, there's a fine, but there's no, the father doesn't have the right to sell her. That's what it sounds like. It's implied that there's a fine. Yes, there's a fine, but there is no sale. Ima af Kenas Mechar. No, it means also, in addition, in addition to the fact that the father has, has the right, has the jurisdiction to sell her as a slave, he also uh, receives the, uh, receives the uh, Kenas, the the penalty, the, the the penalty for somebody when he has sexual relations with her, whether he rapes her or seduces her, says the Gemara. Now we're trying to understand what is the argument. Amar of Chista, my time under Rameir. What are they arguing about? We are now on in the article on forty B four in the in the first column. What's the what's the reason? Amar Kra velo siel isha b'mahava atzma kasam medaber. Velo siel isha says she should be for him a wife. That in a case, uh, in this case, they should he should be for him a wife, which means that this only applies. That, that's referring to the marriage, but Rav Meir makes a connection between the marriage and the kanas, the fine of fifty shekel, only if there's the ability for them to get married. As a kitana, she has no ability on her own to get married on a biblical level. She cannot get married, and the only way she could get married is through her father. And on a rabbinic level, maybe if her father's not alive, through the mother uh, or the brothers, but. She cannot do it on her own. Um, and so therefore, she, just like she can't do it, she cannot get married, so too she does not receive the 50 shekel penalty. There is no 50 shekel penalty if she cannot get married. It's interesting to note uh, that this might not be limited to a case of a katana, of a minor. There are other cases where she cannot get married because she doesn't have sufficient awareness and knowledge. Let's say she's a shota. She is... Um, not in touch with reality. She's a girl who's not in touch with reality. What happens if she's raped or seduced? So then, again, the payments for all, all the uh, damages that, that occurred will continue to apply. But with regards to this fine above and beyond that of 50 shekel, that might not apply according to her mayor because uh, somebody, a girl who's not in touch with reality, she's a shota, she's hallucinating, she's not in touch with reality, so then she cannot get married either. Uh, so maybe it would also extend to such a case. That's the argument of Rav Meir. Rav Meir says that if she's a katana, she's a minor, so then uh, she does not receive the kanas. Rabbanan, the majority say that she does. Where does that come from? It's interesting. There's different ways to spell the word na'ara. Na'ara means uh, a young girl, a young lady, a young girl. 
uh, that you, one could spell it with a hey at the end, na'ara, a full hey, or it could be spelled without the hey. And there's a halachic difference. According to the Rabbanan, without the hey, it means even a minor. It's referring to a girl who's either a minor or a na'ara, or between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, either one. When it's spelled with a hey, so then it's limited to a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Uh, but this is the fact that in our case, it's without a hey, tells us that even a minor, even a girl who's under the age of 12, uh, there would be a fine. So the Gemara relates as follows, Shema Rupapa Bereder of Hanan, Mibay Kluchis, Rupapa the son of Rav Hanan, from the house of Kluchis, heard the following explanation from Rish Lakish. Azal Amr Kameder of Shimi Barashi, uh, he said this in front of Rav Shimi Barashi, and Amr Lay, the response was, Basically, he says, this is what Rish Lakish said, when it comes to the context of 50 shekel, the payment for the fine, in the case of a seduction or a rape, of a girl between the age of 12 and 12 and a half, really for the Rabbanon, for the Chachamim, for the majority, it's even under the age of 12, and this is what Rish Lakish said, because of the verse, the Nara is not spelled with a hey in the end, that's what he told uh, to Rav Shimi Barashi. Rav Shimi Barashi responds back that, no, we learned Rish Lakish's, his principle is in a different context, it's about a different issue. Amar Rish Lakish, with regards to what issue, Hamotzi Shemra Alakatana, Pater, Shenamar Venasu Lavi Anara, Nara Malay Diber Hakasov. Basically, there is a different, totally different issue, a concept called referred to as Moti Shemra, which is a situation where, uh, let's say, a couple gets married, and we're talking about a girl who's between, who's a Nara between the ages of twelve and twelve and a half, and they had a halachic engagement, and then they get married, um, and the husband. Uh, makes a claim. He brings in false witnesses. He, he brings in witnesses to lie in court uh, to make the claim that she committed adultery while they were engaged, which is full-fledged adultery. Um, it's a halachic engagement, let's say the first step, really first step of the marriage. Um, and he, he brings in false witnesses he, uh, uh, and makes this accusation. So then um, part of his payment, uh, part of what happens is that he, there's a fine of, of 100 shekel that he has to give to the Nara, this girl's father. Um, he also receives lashes, um, and they also have to stay married. They would also have to stay married. Um, but this all exists when she's between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. This is referred to as the topic of Motsi Shemra, of Motsi Shemra, where he falsely accuses his wife, who's between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, for committing adultery. He has to pay 100 shekel uh, to the father. Now, Rish Lachish says, why we bring this? Because he says, uh, the, this opinion that we're quoting, Rav Shimi Barash, he says, this idea of Rish Lachish, which you sold over, was really not in the context of a, of a rape or a seduction, but it's really this context of Motsi Shemra, of where the husband is uh, making these false accusations. To this, Rish Lachish says, that verse, when it says Nara, it's in the full form, with the hey. It's in its complete form, with the hey, the Nara, Nun, Ein, Rish, hey in its full form, and therefore means specifically between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. That's what Rish Lakish is coming to teach us. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, do we even really need that? Masakla Ravada Barahava, Ravada Barahava asks, time into Kasev Rechman Nara. You're telling me that it's only because, we only know that it's a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half because the verse says Nara with a hey in its full form, and therefore it's not a mi- not, not referring to a minor, Halav Hachi, but if it didn't say that in the Pasuk, in the verse, if it didn't have it in its full Nara form, 
you would tell me Havamin Afilu Kitana, you would think that even a minor would apply to this concept of Motsi Shemra, but Vaksiv, Vim Emes Haya Damraze, Lonimtu Psulmanara Votia Tanara Pesach Besavios Kalua, Ukitana La Basonchinhi. How could you tell me that that's what the Torah is referring to? The Torah says, if he made this up, if the husband made this up and uh, he made this false accusation, so then he has to pay a hundred shekel. The con- Torah continues and says, but if it's true that she committed adultery, so then if she committed adultery, she gets the punishment of the death penalty, just like any other case of adultery. But if we're talking about a minor, you tell me that we're talking about a girl who's under the age of 12, a minor doesn't get punished? Obviously, we can't be referring to a minor. That's something which is obvious. She can't get punished. There's no way that we're talking about a minor. She's not able to get punished. So why why would Rachel Lockers tell me, oh, Moti Shemra must be referring to a case where she's a, between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half because the verse tells us Nara in its full form. We know that anyways. The whole, the whole, uh, the whole Torah when it's discussing that in the context is saying that if, she, if it's actually true, so then she has to get punished. But a, a girl under the age of 12, a minor, doesn't get punished. Elaka Nara... No, this is what Rish Lakish is telling us. Yeah, of course, that case has to be dealing with a girl who's above the age of 12. So it's talking about a Nara between the age of 12 and 12 and a half. But the point of the Torah is to tell us when Nara is in its full form, that's limited to, to that case of a girl between the age of 12 and 12 and a half. The implication is in a different context, like in our context of a fine, where it's not in its full form, that's exactly trying to tell us that it could include a girl who's under the age of 12. That if it's not of its full form, in that case, it's in its full form. It says Nara in its full form because that's limited to the girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. But if it's not in its full form, if it's leaving out the hay at the end, so then, like in our case of, of the penalty of 50 shekel, so then it's even, according to the Chachamim, it's even of a girl who is under the age of 12. And that's the conclusion of the Gemara and the conclusion of our we, in the end of the day, we have this argument between Rumer and the Chachamim. This fine, does it also include a girl who's under the age of 12? Now, one last point, a very interesting point, is that in general in the Gemara, we have a concept of pitui ketana onisu. Anytime a girl under the age of 12 is seduced, we view that halachically as a rape. Because she doesn't know really what's going on. A seduction of a girl under the age of 12 is really halachically viewed as a rape. However, according to the Chachamim, there seems to be a difference between a rape and a seduction for a girl who's under the age of 12. How could that be? I thought we just said that every case of a seduction of a girl under the age of 12, there's a halakha concept that that's not really a seduction, that's really a rape. So it's a, it's a very important question. Um, one of the answers that's given is that um, when we say pitu kitana onisu, that the seduction of a girl who's a minor under the age of 12 is a rape, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a rape. It really means that it's an in-between. We're not, it's, in be- it's definitely not done willingly. We don't view this as being done willingly, but we also don't view this as a full-fledged rape, such that, let's say she committed, let's say this girl under the age of 12 is married and she commits adultery. We don't say it's really adultery. It was against her will. What does she know what's going on? It's against her will. Um, but at the same time, in a case of, there's a difference whether she, she, at least with regards to these laws of being raped versus being seduced, as a as a twelve year old, so under twelve also, these laws continue to apply. Again, it's not like she's doing it willingly. We don't view it as though she's doing it willingly. But with regards to these laws, it's an in between. It's not willingly, but it's not a full fledged rape as well. And so, therefore, um, there will be a difference whether it's a case of a seduction or whether it's a case of a rape. Anyways, that's a really a side point, an added added point. 
Uh, but we just completed the Gemara and Daf Mem, and uh, in next week's Daf and Daf Mem Aleph, we will learn the last Daf, the last page of this chapter.